Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with me, Erin Fenice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. I was blessed to grace the mic of the fearfully and wonderfully made podcast hosted by Mika J, where we had a dope dialogue about understanding God's love. This conversation was so encouraging, I had to let you guys in on it. So with that being said, let's get into it. Woke up today, feeling great, no worries, today is a new day Even with the Lord, I'ma play, may not have it all, but I always have faith See, we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true And still praise God with a new groove Come together and push through It's amazing what prayer can do, cause Sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me Follow the light and now I see God has been so good to me Hey, my great, beautiful sunflowers. It's your girl, Mika J, and we are back for another episode of Fearfully and Wonderfully Made Podcast. We have a special guest today. Like, we go back in the day, like college days, okay? Like, really? <laughs> ASU. ASU, okay? <laughs> so, she is the lovely Miss Erin Fanice, and I'm pretty sure some of you guys probably have seen her on Facebook because she actually has a podcast as well, The Confessions of a Practicing Christian, and yes. she has done some amazing things as well as far as, like, starting her own beauty care brand and different things of that such. So, I'm just going to pass it on over to her so you guys can get to know Erin Fanice for yourselves, and I'm pretty sure you guys are going to love her just as much as I do. So, hey, Erin Boo, how are you? Hey, Mika. So, I'm so glad that you invited me on. You definitely hold a special place in my heart. One, because you just keep it real and you definitely my accountability partner. Everybody need an accountability partner. If you don't have one, go get you one. Right. But not mine. <laughs> go get you one. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for shouting out my podcast again. It's Confessions of a Practicing Christian with me, Erin Panese. I also have a beauty brand and it's the latest in how they flirty lip colors, lip gloss, lipstick, gloss mat. So check me out, y'all, at ErinFanese.com. Click on Fanese Beauty and get you some lipstick. Hey, because that lip gloss got to be popping. You feel what I'm saying? Definitely. Right, definitely. Not walk around here, ladies, with ashy lips, okay? <laughs> this is 2022. <laughs> if we are still licking lips, it's an issue. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We play too much. All day, every day. <laughs> but I'm just so glad that you are joining um, us today, girl, mainly because. Well, child, you are a Christian woman yourself and you understand how this journey can be. And it's not always easy, girl. No, it isn't. I always say, man, in order to be saved, you have to want to be saved because there's nobody making you be saved. And Mm. say that because it's all about wanting God for yourself and actually taking the time to make that relationship work and last. Because exactly. he's not gonna make you do anything. So true. Yeah, he's not. He gives us free will and he gives us free will for a reason. So we walking around with that mentality thinking that God is going to basically just turn us into robots and he's gonna come and just sit, you know, at the end of our bed and just tell us every step of the way. No, he's not going to do that because that would get mm-hmm. into your free will and he doesn't want us to be robots and serving this thing. He wants us to willingly serve him in this yes, thing. Ma'am. So y'all, we're gonna go ahead and get to it. But before we do, we just want you guys to sit back and want you to relax. And also I I want you guys to remember that you are loved, you are valued, you are wonderful, 
and you are fearfully and wonderfully made, y'all. So let's get to it. All right, great people. So at the beginning of the show, you met Erin Fanise, and she is with us today, y'all, on this journey. And today's journey that we're going down is what's love got to do with it? My Lord. My God, <laughs> my God. Now, I'm pretty sure some of y'all secular people out there, your mind went to Tina Turner, and I ain't gonna lie, mine did too, because I love this song. On me. <laughs> on me. I love that song. On but me. it's so true. That song within itself is very true. But when you sit back and you like go over your life and you come in contact with understanding, you have to forgive a lot on this journey. You yes, really sir. truly do. And you have to practice loving an individual, not for what you want them to be, but for where they are a whole lot. And that is not so easy. And How can we learn to love other people when we first don't really understand truly our love for God and God's love for us? I agree with that. And I think more so today, everybody loves you, but it's conditional love. It's like, I love you because you do da 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 da, or because I can get such and so and so from you. But it's, you know, it's more to love than just getting. Love is definitely an action verb. It is an action verb. And it's so funny how you use the term conditional because it brings me to the first question, which is, you know, how do we as people view love? And for one, I just want to say, if you think that your view on love is the same as God's view on love, I'm just going to go ahead and just hurt your feelings right now. Tell you that you're wrong, because in the word of God, it says that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. So he doesn't love the way that we love the agape love that God really intended us to have, if you really look at it and how we actually display it in society, it's very like tarnished. It is mm-hmm. not, it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. It's not even plausible to to this like journey that we're really supposed to be walking in the sight of God. It's really not. Mm-hmm. It's something that we have taken and we've changed it into our own view because like she said, it's very conditional. It's mm-hmm. very transactional. It's tit for tat. What can you do for me? Okay, you, you love me like that? Okay, babe. Okay, so what you gonna do for me? to show okay. me the truth. And it's not supposed to be like that. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. not. It's just Mm-mm. not supposed to be like that. Even when it comes down to, you know, this journey, you know, um, with relationships too, because I don't know if some of you heard it, but how you actually, you know, treat the people in your lives is exactly how you're going to treat God. Because God even said, how can you despise your brother who you do see um, and but love a God that you can't, that you don't even see? Like this person's preach. in your face. You yes, know, ma'am. you can't even show them love. But yeah, we want to claim and say, oh, I love God. But do you? You know, so I don't know. Like, how do you feel about the way that we actually um, view love? Because I know, Aaron, you got experience just like we all do when it comes down to, you know, seeing love on this Christian journey. But as as well as it being correlated with relationships, you know. So how did you feel about the way we view love as people? Man, you know what? The first thing that came to mind when you said relationships, love, mm-hmm. and people, all of it ran together for me for the simple fact of um, it's a scripture, first of all, that came to mind. And it's for 1 Corinthians 13 and 4 through 8, I believe. So it goes, love is patient, love is kind, and it does not envy. It does not boast. It is not pride. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. 
always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So with that being said, I always look at love and people like, okay, I got to love you. But right. it ain't well. I'm I'm okay. So let me take that back. It's no but. It's me actually putting that scripture into play. I'm gonna say, come on. And yeah. so because um, when when you're close to God, you know people do things to you, and it goes back to conditional love. And it's mm-hmm. like I love them, but they did da 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 da. God be like, but but what did I say though? And right. he um refers me back to that scripture. So when I think about people in love and stuff like that, no matter what they do to me, the scripture says love is patient. Are you being patient mm-hmm. with them? Love is mm-hmm. kind. Are you being kind to them? And I also put out what I want to receive. So if I'm putting that out, then naturally I'm going to attract it. So I'm trying to be everything that I want. And that includes projecting love into the world. And also when you spend time with God, that's a fruit of the spirit. Like love, yeah. it just mm-hmm. radiates through you, in you, on you. And people be like, you have such a sweet spirit. Yeah, it's the God in me, literally. Because right. people really, really make you want to just choke them on a high. Girl. But <laughs> yeah. that's another story. <laughs> of another the, right. the love of Ooh. God keeps you in line. Because again, yeah. he going to always correct you. And he going to always bring you back to scripture when it comes to love, relationships. It's always, at. are you practicing First Corinthians 13 and such right. and so and so. So, yeah, right. that's my thoughts on it. For real, it's always God checking me and correcting me for real. And I understand it definitely because, man, as I just sit back and I look at us as people, love is one of the just top fruit of the spirit. It starts off as love, joy, you know, and it goes on. We as people, when we look at love and we come in contact with love, you know, we look at it as a thing that we fear. We look at it as a thing that has always been mean to us, that doesn't treat us right, that doesn't love us back. That's our favorite thing to say. Child, love, I love love, but love just don't be out here loving me back. <laughs> hey, don't it, don't. And we sound so crazy saying stuff like that mainly because for one I say that to say this if you don't understand and have not had a chance to truly get to know you know Christ and have a relationship with Christ then I'm just going to be real with you you are never going to truly understand what it is to love because when I tell you you that love is not self-serving at all to be honest with you love is not even an emotion love is a prayer action and God shows us that it's it's an action and one of the key verses that even when we learn being little babinos and you know in um, vocation Bible school for God so loved the world He gave His only God Son And whosoever lives in Should not perish But shall have everlasting life And it's like we say that But it's like Do you understand What that means though? Like that key verse alone Truly shows within itself What it means to give up oneself for another, the sacrificial lamb, like what it takes to truly display love. Love is not just emotions. Oh, I feel like I love you today. Because maybe if God was literally choosing and making the decision to die on their cross based off mm. his emotions, baby, I don't think he would have got up there. 
Yes, ma'am. I don't. But it's the action that he chose. He chose to override and to show, override those emotions and to show action. Like, I know I love my children, so this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to show them that much that I do love them because I'm just going to be real. Like, we got to understand that, you know, Jesus was flesh. He was made of flesh also. And I'm pretty sure a lot of times the disciples probably got on his nerves. Yes. A lot of times we as people probably got on his nerves. Yes. But it's so funny that we we base off our love for one another off the emotion rather than the action. So it's like, oh, I love you today because you ain't getting on my nerves today. But then when you get on my nerves tomorrow, I <laughs> uh, see that love kind of tainted a little bit. But yes. it's not supposed to be like that. Yes, ma'am. I'm so, so glad. God truly is the one that showed us that love is action and not emotion. Yes, I'm glad. I'm so glad God don't do us like that because baby, I know I be trying Scott did. I know in the Old <laughs> Testament when God used to swallow he just he used to open up the, the, the ground and swallow them folks up hole if they even ask him a question. Matter of fact, you remember he didn't even let uh, what was that, Moses, if, if I'm saying that right, going into the promised land. Into the promised land. Like, you know, that means, you know let me lead. the promised land because Moses struck a rock instead of spoke to it. I'm telling you, he did not play Old Testament, so I'm so glad he sent his son to die so we are, he'll have a little bit more patience, love, and care. Thank you, Jesus, for the Thank love you. that you, you, you just imparted on our behalf because baby I know I be trying the Lord God but you know listen what the scripture say nothing can separate us from the love of God thank you God thank you thank you that your love is not conditional right Lord I thank you that you don't view love the way that we view love yes God I truly do thank God for that. I thank God for being the example of what love is truly supposed to be, agape love. And we, we're we so quick to talk about, oh, you know, let's love one another. But baby, like loving one another, that's like sacrificing things. That's truly, literally being a servant. That's what love truly is. Yes, it is. A servant. Now, I know I ain't never say be a fool because God didn't say nothing about his word about being a fool. He even said to the point that like only a fool would say in his heart, there is no God. But I'm saying that you have to learn how to be a servant to one another, meaning that whenever a person come up against you and they want to try you, because let's be real, the enemy use people all the time to actually pick it out triggers and everything else. But are you willing to rest in the Lord and to shut your mouth because of the love that you have for God, because of the love you have for God's people and let God fight that battle? Or are you going to open your mouth and actually do more damage to that person? Yes. And now you operate out of the will of God. That's love. Choosing yes. to love God more than you love going off on that person, baby, that's hard. I'm it's telling not you. Easy. That's not easy at all, but that's when it comes to dealing with the relation part of of God and, and dealing with the relational aspect of who he is, as opposed to just the religious aspect. Because like I said before, religion is nothing but a ritualistic set of practices. It definitely you is. Something over and over again, anything can become a religion. But when you build that thing on relationship, like really truly understanding and getting to know God, baby, you come to find out that getting to know God can be really uncomfortable. I'm telling not you. For your spirit but for your flesh <laughs> it is because one thing about it he break you from that conditional love it's always what I say but I love them but God be like uh, no but right. and no but right. to this right 
So true, girl. And and it's hard because we don't want to hear that. It is so hard trying to listen to Sky Daddy when he's trying to refrain you from something, but you feel like you you know what's best because you, oh, Lord, but I'm doing it out of an act of love. But what if your love for that person in that said thing is hindering them? Like prime example, if God is trying to show, let's just speak to some of the parents out there right now. I don't know the situation. I don't know why I'm being led this way, but I'm just going to go this way. Say, for instance, you know, you've been praying for God to reach your your child and been praying for God to step in the gap but yet and still you still decide to put your hands on the same thing and keep on coming to their rescue and keep on trying to step into that situation well God is ultimately saying to yourself like if you want me to truly come in and show them my love and show them who I am and build them up you gonna have to get your hands off of it and I understand you're saying well Lord I'm trying to protect my babies because I love them but God is saying because you're not listening to me your love is hindering them because you're not loving them in the way that I need you to it's good. So your love can be a hindrance also, especially when it goes outside of the will of God and out of line of what God actually wants for you. So sometimes you got to take your hands from that situation mm. and give it to God so God can really truly step in and do what he needs to do. Girl, girl, if I can piggyback off what you said from another aspect, mm-hmm. like you said, when you said sometimes we love things a little bit. Okay, so I'm going to say we tend to put things as an idol before God because we love it more than we love God, right? Come on. Come and on. God really have to snatch that back. Like, uh-uh, I will have no thing before me that just like you said, sometimes your children, it's like you're not making time for God and you substitute, you know, oh. things for God. And so mm-hmm. I will say, man, bruh, that, friend, that struck a nerve because, girl, it's a lot of things that God have to like, no, ma'am, you putting that before me. You cannot love it more than you love me. Anything okay. that you love more than me, oh, let me do some restructuring because you need to learn, no, ma'am. Come on. Come <laughs> on. And you're not lying. Like, even with, um, I can say with me, like, you uh, you know, right now I don't have any children right now, but one of the things I get stuck on is like my comfort zone. So I get like stuck in my comfort zone and I don't want to like be sometimes out in the forefront, but I know where God is actually moving me towards is going to cause me sometimes for being out there, you know, not trying to make myself known, but to the point of being out amongst people, like getting to those things that makes me uncomfortable. So God, you know, started to put me in uncomfortable positions and I ain't going to sit here and, and lie and say, oh, you know, I went willingly. No, Mm-mm. it's times I will fight against that thing because I'm just like, Lord, this is uncomfortable. Like this is outside of my norm. But God, God in that moment is telling me, but I love you. And if I love you, that means I want nothing but the best for you. So mm-hmm. are you going to sit here and you're going to bank on what you feel like you know and what you feel like is best for you? Or are you going to rely on the love I have for you? Because the love I have for you is going to always outweigh the love that you think you have for yourself. Indeed. Make you reevaluate your whole life. Girl, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, you're right. Like, because mm, Jesus. So then it makes you not cower, but it makes you understand understand your place and say, you know what, Lord, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chill out. I'm gonna let that situation go and I'm gonna let you have it and do what you need to do. And, you know, move out of it, which uh, that goes into us, you know, segueing to God's view of love and God's view of love far outweighs. Like I just said, your view of love for yourself or your family, uh, uh, just period, boo. If it you even feel like you come close, it, it does not even come close to the love that God has, because I promise 
issue. He want us to live a life in a life more abundantly. And let's just be 100 percent real. A lot of times because we're so used to the comfort zones and because we're so used to what actually puts us in a place of, of OK, the predictable and what we know is going to happen that we settle and God is not a settling God. So yes. how can we sit here and say we love ourselves more than God? And when we veer to the settlement of things, when God is trying to push us past that so we can walk into things that we never thought we'll be able to tap into. I'm telling you, and and just like you said, walk into things that you we never thought that we'd be able to tap into. It's things that in our life, it's like you saying, but no, God, it's supposed to do this or I want right. to do with it, this with it. And God be like, no, I'm going to repurpose it and make it better. But because we're so in love with our concept of how it's supposed to be, how our career is supposed to go, how our life is supposed to go, where we should be as far as it concerns success and goals. And God was like, okay, listen, if you love me, follow me and trust in the fact that I got you and let me repurpose your thoughts because I'm going to always do it bigger and better. Come on, come on, come on. And and it's so funny how like sometimes y'all, we can just be such a walking paradox. Like, like... Okay, one minute we know, you know, what's best for us. And then the next minute we sit here questioning everything, which is one of the reasons why we shouldn't even leave our own lives into our own hands anyway. If that's not an indicator, I don't know what he is. Because like, sometimes you. we are not stable with the, what, the way we want things to go. I'm just going to be real. But like even with that, we get to the point to where, okay, Lord, you know, I'm surrendering. I'm letting this situation go. I'm understanding, you know, your love for me. And I'm understanding your love for me far outweighs the love that I could ever have for myself or for anyone else. But like, oh, soon as something happens, mm, God, but are you sure? Then they go, there we go with the question. Okay, it's oh, that we, butter we again. Butter, 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 butter. Very, very. Jesus, I'm be up there like, oh my goodness gracious, if you'll just listen to me and just chill out. Because one thing we do know is God's word is law. When he speaks, so it shall be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and amen are his promises. Yes, and so amen. it's going to happen. But we forget that. I ain't gonna lie, sis. You said forget. He don't let me forget because I ain't gonna lie. What they say to whom much is given, much is required. Boy, every time I think I might want to look off, he get that selling and whap me on the next the hole. I'd be like, dog, God, wait a minute. I didn't even get, don't even think about it. Just in case you thought about it, you can come on, Kimmy. <laughs> right. It's so hard though. It was, it's like really hard like um for us to really sit back and just, when the baby listen, when those suffering starts suffering and those pruning seasons are pruning. It's just real, baby. Me. It's like we be sitting up there looking lost, but Jesus, where are you, Lord? I can't see you. And Jesus, I'm like, fool, open your eyes. You don't right. want to close them. Like, right. I've been in front of you the whole time. <laughs> but it's like, we let something so easy, like, get us away from, from understanding where we are in the placement of God's and we're always in his arms. He's always there for us. But it's so funny how we let the enemy come in and just take us away from understanding God's love for us so quickly. All because we too busy focusing on the storm instead of focusing on, on who in the boat. Up. Oh. 
Man, okay. Hey. All right, Pastor. Come on, shout. Shout. <laughs> hey, busy for, we like the disciples out here. We just seen him do some great words. Baby, he bless you and your phone bill get paid and everything else. And then all of a sudden, baby, you go out there and you get a flat tire. And then all of a sudden, you're over here crying. Don't know what you're going to do. Don't know how it's right. going to work out. Like, Jesus ain't just open the door for your life. Like, he ain't just no way maker. What's wrong? Oh, Why? <laughs> you know, it's like, we got to start focusing on that, man. I'm telling that and the enemy will always magnify what you don't have. You get so caught up in what you don't have sometimes so you forget how God literally made a way, um, a way out of no way. Girl, I'm telling you, um, when I just think about my life, I just think about God. My life is a testimony of how good you are. I wasn't perfect. I didn't always do right. Like, God, I still be doing wrong, but you be like, I love you in spite of. When they say he is perfect love and we are made in, in perfect love, he, he he meant that. Thank you, right. Sky Daddy, again. Come on. Perfect love. His love is perfect, baby. It would never, ever, ever be what we think it is. Our love would never match God's love. Ever. And if I can say, man, why are we on the enemy, bro? Don't it seem like we forget the love of God sometimes or that he has for us? Because the first time you do wrong, you get so, you. it's like you want to sit in that misery like, dang, I didn't do it right or I couldn't get it right or I ain't never going to come out of whatever habit it is. It might be smoking, yeah. drinking, fornication, mm-hmm. whatever it is. The devil will literally let you on wallow in pity like God don't love you or he gonna forgive you but God's love is full of grace and mercy and stuff like that and the enemy will definitely try to trick you like God don't love you and you really get caught up in it and you be scared to go to God like God don't see everything he knew what you was gonna do before you do it boo he still chose and he loved you he loves you and I know some of you at home that are probably going to be listening to this, whether you're in your car right now, whether you're going to be in the workplace, whether you're at home and you're trying to decompress or whatever the case may be. Like if you've ever ran into that of constantly wondering, like, are you sure he loves me though? Like how can I be sure uh, that God actually loves me? Like God loves you because Think of the worst thing you've ever done, whether someone knows about it or not. Think about the worst thing that you have possibly ever done. And in that moment, when you felt as though that you were less than nothing, you had no value, you felt as though that you shouldn't even be here. Like, why are you even here? The fact that you're still breathing and the fact that he loves you so much that you're able to be redeemed from that situation, meaning that if you repent and repent means to turn from a situation to literally have a made up mind to want to be better and for him to simply and so easily now cast that thing into the sea of forgetfulness like it's nothing yes, like God. just like that that's love mm-hmm. y'all know how many times you do a person wrong and it's been situations for some who can't let it go and they keep bringing it up to you but for God to truly sit up there and to throw that thing away baby the only reason why you feeling bad right now is because you're the one beating yourself up okay. he didn't let it go 
You've been sitting there waiting like, okay, so when are you going to be done with this Peter Potter because I got to work for you to do? Or like, when are you going to be done crying about this situation because it happened? This is what you've done. Forgive yourself and let's move forward because somebody's redemption out there is tied to yours. Somebody that is wanting to be saved is assigned to you. Like somebody that is waiting on deliverance is assigned to you. Like somebody who's been waiting to hear about me and what I can do for them and how your testimony can truly bring them out of a situation they're waiting for you so how long are you going to wallow that's love that's love yourself and he constantly shows us that because baby let's be real you supposed to be have taken you supposed to be taken out then especially we going to the old testament god we're supposed to be wiped out yes and also if i can add for those that are listening if i could say also like give you a word of encourage i think romans 8 38 it, it says, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God love. that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I don't care what you did, how low that was, what you've been through. I don't care what it is. Nothing, no thing. He went in, in depth. No Thing, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. He loves you. He's waiting for you. He's just nothing. asking you to tag him in. Come on. That's it. Because like that right there, that scripture alone is just telling you that like it's nothing it's that you can do that you cannot be brought back from. It's good. And I know some people out there, because I mean, on this show, we get to the nitty gritty. Okay. Indeed. We just call it for what it is. And I know some of you out there are probably thinking to yourself, so you telling me that a rapist and murderers and killers, all of them, that like God forgive them? I don't think so. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, baby, if you saying that, then that means you basically are saying that God don't need to forgive you because we've all done dirt. Mm. We've all been wrong, yes, whether ma'am. you've done wrong this way or that person done wrong another way. Because you want to be real, the enemy can use anybody. anybody. And I'm about to step in somebody's grass right now. But just like the enemy used Billy Bob to go over there and kill that man, the enemy used you to go sleep with Sister um Sister Johnson's husband. Oh, good. Ooh. I'm going to take it there. <laughs> I'm just going to take it there. Indeed. Let's be real. Or basically for you to sleep with your best your your best friend's girlfriend. Shots fired. I'm just gonna say, and it's not shots fired to like hurt y'all. It's shots fired to wake you up and just show you the real the reality this of the guy. situation. Just because your sin looks different from that person's sins over there doesn't mean that that person can't be redeemed. Because just like you want forgiveness for sleeping with your best friend's girlfriend, or sleeping with your best friend's boyfriend, mm. or actually running around on this person, or stepping out in this way, it's just like that person might want to be forgiven, and God might touch their heart and be like, Lord, I did these. Blood is on my hands. I'm sorry, but I want to be redeemed. Yes, God. I want to be made new. The hardest thing for me in this journey was me coming to the realization of me having to forgive, but not only but not only forgive just in general, but truly forgive people who have hurt me. Forgive yes. my molester. Forgive yes. my dad for walking out. That is hard. Yes, God. That's hard, but I'm I'm just trying to show y'all the real. But that is truly showing agape love. That's truly being in the same realm that God is in when it comes to love. Yes, God. That person that spit in your face. It's hard to show that person love, and I want to punch them in the vein. That's hard. <laughs> I ain't know. I told you, listen, hand. I be thinking about cussing folks out on the daily. In my head, though, I don't cuss. <laughs> like, like <laughs> for, for <laughs> it just goes to show 
we are human <laughs> and okay. you got a constantly lean on God yes. for God's love to, be, to pretty much put you in a place to show love. Do you hear me? that's how this situation is so this is not like I know we be going to the nitty gritty and I know Ann she'll go to the nitty gritty too that's too that's to keep it real for real because like you said this is a relation this ain't about you know standards or what we've been taught but people need to know you know when it comes to love just like you said at the start you know love is conditional to us thank God he don't love us conditionally because it's like you know we love people until they do something to us and I'm thankful that God don't treat us like that so true and that's something I'm working on too and something is as humans that we all need to work on is stop sitting here allowing love to be based around emotions. Yes, God. Say it's not. Like, if you continue to allow your emotions to, like, be the depending factor on if you love a person or not, baby, I'm telling you right now that you might as well not even enter a relationship. Gonna be let down every time. Every time. You might as well let them friendships go. You might as well not even look to get married. Girl, you better. That's a whole nother sermon. So I'm just going to be real with you. Like, stop basing love off of emotions because, baby, there there is not going it's not going to happen because love is love is something that's always going to stay in love does not hurt you. But the emotions and actions of other people hurt you. Yes, good. okay. Because emotions, emotions are fleeting. Feelings are fleeting. How many of you went to bed and you were just so happy the night before and had a great day? Then you wake up the next morning, you in the mood and don't even understand why you're in the mood. Oof. Like emotions are fleeting. They they don't stay the same. They're never going to be the same. So that's one of the reasons why God don't want us to base love off emotions. He wants us to base love like baby, not not what that talk do, but what that walk do. Ooh, good. What? What? Say that again one time for the one time. Not what that talk do, but what that walk do. Mm. <laughs> like just saying, like what Indeed. what is he doing? Come on. After we understand God's love for us and after we get to the point to just stop questioning God's love and, and to understand truly that, you know, hey, you know, it's what your actions are doing. If you find yourself following Christ and doing these things, then don't let the enemy come into your head and tell you that, you know, you don't love God or God doesn't love you. All you got to do is just step out for a second and look at your life. Baby, ain't nobody holding a gun to your head and telling you to walk this straight and narrow path. Nobody. Mm. You're doing it because of love. And then enemy like Aaron said would like to to, to uh, just distort your view yes, to sir. blow things up in a way that it really is not and to take your focus off of what really is and so after you go and you focus on those things and you sit back and you really okay Lord okay I'm understanding this thing now a little bit more then God can start to deal with you on how to love other people yes God and if I can take it a step further, just like you said, like a lot of things that we want are literally attached to the 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 loving the love factor. Like you can't right. say you want to be in position or be a leader what? if you can't love properly because power will literally take you over. Power cannot power you. If that makes uh, sense, uh, uh, that cannot on. be the deciding factor because people let power go to their head sometimes. Okay, when you love and you have the love of God, you want to help people in love. It bothers you to see people struggle. And as a right. leader, you need compassion. You need Come empathy. On. You need love. You need mm-hmm. all the fruits of the spirit. But first is love. Come love on. sets the tone for for everything. So you're not so quick to just, you know, 
talk down on a person if you mm-hmm. love them. You create you're quick to cover them. Matter of fact, the scripture say, the scripture says that love covers a multitude of sin. It means just that. And your success depends on the love you have in God and for God. True. Very true. That is so true. Like it, it starts with love, y'all. With love will bring on compassion, will bring on sympathy and empathy of what it is for another individual. The issue is, is that we live in a world that we confuse a lot of things with things that they're not. Um, and this just saying, for example, like a lot of us confuse love with access. Mm. Like you can love an individual, but doesn't mean that that person is supposed to have access mm. to you. Because like, let's just look at Jesus's life. Like, you know, he walked through with the disciples. He had his circle and those that are were around him and even the inner circle within that circle as we see mm-hmm. and God went throughout this land and, and walked and healed people definitely so but did you see the people that God healed like do do we know if they had close contact with Jesus like you know the disciples did no because he had them set around him for a specific reason mm-hmm. but he went out and showed love and he showed deliverance and he showed healing to all people that he came across. Amen. But they just didn't, everyone wasn't meant to have access to him. And that's what sometimes we get confused. Like we want to love people, but also our love brings on, oh, you got to be close to me. Oh, we got to be so close. We got to be so cool. But that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and the Holy Spirit brings discernment. And that discernment can help and shape you that, yes, you're supposed to love this person, but this person is not meant to be as close to you yes, as you want them. Like this person was only meant to get a certain thing from you that I needed you to give them. And you still love them, but they're not meant to be in close contact with you all the time. Like you being a person going, uh, going to them for advice and et cetera, et cetera. It's just not like that. And God has it that way with certain people for a certain reason. Like everyone is just not meant to have access to you. Indeed. But you are meant love everybody and that's one of the main things I feel is though we as people will be much happier we will have way much more joy when we start to learn how to actually decipher things in the proper way and to understand them and not only understand them but to have wisdom of how to carry those things out and that's one thing I have looked back on my life and has messed me up is me wanting to love and wanting to show kindness and caring to everyone but just thinking just because I clicked with you for two seconds that means that you're supposed to be my best friend in the whole wide world do you hear and me? Not just so. And God had to really show me some things and God had to truly like work with me on that of like, it's okay for you to be caring. It's okay for you to be kind. It's okay for you to show my love because that's what you're supposed to do. But it's not meant for you to be in, in just close contact and let everyone have access to you for a specific reason. You better say it. Oh, I definitely truly believe when, once we learn that, like, man, we will truly learn what it is to like really have a balance of this thing. But that comes with the Holy Spirit and that comes with being filled with the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and to work our lives and govern our lives the way that he is supposed to so that we can be able to just be better people and love each other better and love each other accordingly. Because, baby, I'm just going to be real with you. A lot of y'all going through all the trouble in your relationships is because, baby, you were just meant to say, hey, and keep trucking, but you stayed. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just being honest. Now, why would you listen? I know God be like, oh Lord, we got a slow one. Come on, come back. Because <laughs> at this point, <laughs> she's not getting y'all. She, oh, she ain't getting it. Gabriel, go get her. Go get her from over there. Better yet, Gabriel, sit down, Michael. And then we need you over there immediately. Quick passing in the hurry. Now we got to fight because little baby couldn't sit down. Okay, she don't about this person in the demons. Now we got to go fight for her. We got to go to war. You lucky I love you, girl. You lucky I love you because you really over here trying me. Major facts, man. But that's really true, though. Like, it's it's because, you know, and that's definitely something that we're going to get into in the relationship part of um, the love conversation because we're going to continue to talk about love, but just in a different facet, in a different way. Um, It's going to be based on relationships, but that's something that, I don't know, that just came out of me for that second. And I just had to say that, but that's one Mm. of the reasons why we go so much is because a lot of the times the people that you were just supposed to give them a smile, give them an encouraging word, like show them love within that moment, you decided to make the extend that moment. Extend that moment. That is true. So, I mean, once we come to understand that, baby, we'll start to get like a better balance on things. And so basically to sum everything up is, is love an action or is it a feeling or emotion? And love to me is an action. It's, it's what you do with it, boo. Uh, like, we, and we know this. Like, let's be real. This is not nothing new. We know that love is an action. If you out there playing yourself right now, thinking that love is the butterflies and the birds flying around your head and you seeing stars and unicorns and rainbows and stuff like that. And that is so cute. Like, it, it, that is. That's cute. We as women, you know, we, we love love. But the actual the actuality of the situation is that love is an action because people can tell you something all day mm-hmm. you know a, a person that you're in a relationship we can tell you something all, all day what being done okay show no, me show me okay baby listen like music song try show me how to love <laughs> <laughs> you play too much <laughs> For <laughs> real talk, though, don't lie. Oh me, because mm. baby, don't work. That lip service ain't doing it. Okay, so, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. What I say? That's just dead on it. That's just dead on it. So, on real, y'all, like sit back and examine yourselves and examine examine your love for God examine God's love for you get in the word that's how you better understand God's love is getting the word of God getting and rest in his presence and I know some of you are probably like well I hear people say that all the time how do I rest in his presence how it's just simply for one you getting into prayer you shutting everything off for just a second just a second y'all sometimes we get so busy but just a second and to talk to God and literally meditate on him and on his word mm-hmm. read his word like read those scriptures that um Aaron dropped in and, and just go and look up love in the index of your bible this is teaching you bible study skills and it'll take you to some of those verses and some of those things you need to know referencing God's love for you and referencing you know how we're supposed to show love to one another it's simply you getting in that place with God and that's resting in him resting in his word resting in him when you're dealing with uh, him in prayer you can't always do the talking sometimes after you pray just sit quietly close your eyes and let God impart some things into you Mm-hmm. yes ma'am um, I thank y'all for listening to this 
episode with us. I really, truly enjoyed my sis being on this episode with him. Okay. <laughs> Gotta give him some real. Gotta give him some real. So, oh, and she's definitely, you guys are definitely going to hear from her again because we have a treat um, coming for you guys. Can't spill everything right now, but just continue to listen to the show, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode. Love you and God, babe.